Hi, I'm Phnom. Hi, I'm Mardis. We're the hosts of Future Future, where two designers talk about the future of everything. We're in the business of turning science fiction into reality for a better future. And today we're going to talk about hydroponics. Remember the last time you were in nature, walking barefoot in the grass, touching the moss and trees, listening to birds chirping? It felt good, right? It felt very relaxing. It felt like your blood pressure uh, was coming down and you were focused on whatever you were looking at. Another thing that we do every day can do that. It is eating nutritious, beautiful, colorful, organic food. But the problem today is that there are a lot of people on this planet. We are 7.7 billion people. And by 2050, we'll add 2 billion people to that. And all of the farms of the world are not going to be able to grow that kind of food. What we need to do is take those farms, outdoor farms that are dependent on weather, climate change, and access to the sun, and bring them indoors. And the way we're going to do it is by uh, utilizing hydroponics. In current agricultural systems, we grow things outdoors. We grow it in the soil as we have done for tens of thousands of years. We manage this, we wait for the seasons to come and go, and occasionally we're hit with, you know, inclement weather. We're hit with natural disasters, and that might be everything from a flood to locusts. And we are really dependent on this, and so it's sort of a, a food security issue. If we look at hydroponics, we ask ourselves, what is really hydroponics? What, what does it do for us? Hydroponics is moving that growing system, plants and nutrients, out of the natural environment and moving it into an environment where it's very controlled. So for instance, we could turn our farm into a small growing facility inside of a building or inside of a room or something as small as a shipping container. And the beautiful part about this is we're no longer dependent on the natural climate. We can grow throughout the entire season. We can grow without having to worry about pesticides and pests potentially damaging our food source. When we get down to the nitty gritty, what it is is you're growing plants in a water-based solution with nutrients. So generally there's never soil, there's never really a natural component that is grown out in the fields. Because it's indoors, you can uh, take advantage of vertical farming, which is the stacking of multiple layers of plants because you are not so dependent on the sun on the outside to uh, cast its light on the plant itself since you can have LEDs placed at strategic places in the containers to do that. That allows you to have access to food 24-7, right? You don't have to wait for uh, workers to go in the outside and pick up the food for you, transport it to the city center and sell it to you at the farmer's market. We are cutting a lot of the middleman time and energy and cost to give you the freshest food as quickly as possible. Some examples of this might be that uh, in New York they've started to use uh, empty skyscrapers as opportunity to have vertical farms. Uh, we've seen experiments where they're integrating vertical farming into these skyscrapers with people living in them. So literally your farm of fresh green food is just down the hallway. 
So imagine yourself as a child growing up in a city where you see hydroponic farms everywhere. You know where the food comes from, how it grows, how fresh it is, uh, what organic food tastes like. You will be more inclined to spend the rest of your life eating healthily and influencing others to do so. Whereas if you live like today, where the farms are very far away and are very dependent on uh, the climate or the season, uh, you might be very disconnected from the food that comes to your plate. Another variation on hydroponics is called aquaponics. What's exciting about this is not only does it have uh, plants growing in a water-based solution, but now it has even a closer connection to nature. In that, in that water-based solution, they might have fish or other uh, natural ingredients and plants that normally grow and they die and they waste and they create sort of a natural uh, living system that then feeds the plants to help them grow. One way we've been using aquaponics for a very long time is rice paddies, right? These people picking up rice are walking in water that's filled with a ecosystem around fish that makes uh, growing rice even possible. Another variation on hydroponics is using plants to actually remove toxins from the air. So instead of growing fruit and vegetables on the plant, they're uh, just growing the plants themselves for their natural ability to remove toxins. They remove volatile organic compounds like bleaches and formaldehydes from the air naturally. And then by using this as a natural filter, we can uh, improve our air quality. Solving a lot of the problems with the future of food is going to have a lot of implication on the way the rest of the world works, right? If you look at the 17 Sustainable Development Goals put together by the United Nations, it would help with equality, access to clean water. It would help with the way we treat the nature that we uh, surround ourselves with. To improve these goals, we need to advance the technologies that aquaponics and hydroponics are built upon. And the reason being is we can grow leafy greens and small fruits and vegetables easily, but we really have a hard time meeting all the dietary needs of humans. So we have to expand upon this. We ask you to put in the comments below, how can we grow things uh, better? What kinds of foods would you want to grow better? Do you have an idea about how we can advance this technology for all of our benefit? And with that, we thank you for joining us on this journey today, and we look forward to chatting with you next time.